Welcome to Market Scale Retail. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have the opportunity to have a conversation with the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Playtime, Jeff Evans. Jeff, how are you today? Yeah, I'm excellent, Sean. Thanks for having me. Look forward to talking with you. Hey, now, I uh, have had an opportunity to talk with a couple of people at Playtime before, and what you guys do is really fascinating to me. But right now, what I want to know is, how did you wind up in such an interesting industry and such an interesting company? Yeah, it's a long story. I'll, I'll try to give you the, the abbreviated version of it. But uh, you know, my father's been in, in kind of the, the play and the children's entertainment uh, industry for the better part of his career. And so it's sort of stuck with me as, as I grew up and, and just leveraging some of those relationships and opportunities got me, got me to where I, where I am at playtime. Uh, you know, and just as, as my time in here at playtime kind of evolved, you know, just my passion for children and play and just the, the value that play has in, in people's life in general, uh, has grown quite a bit. So it's been an exciting ride. Would it be accurate to say that you perhaps grew up destined to play for a living? <laughs> yeah, that sure sounds fun. So, I, yeah, I, I'd love to think that that's the case. Hopefully I can pass some, some of that along to my kids because it is. It's a lot of fun to, to live in this world. You don't just do the external flashy, look at this molded fish we made or look at this log cabin that we made. There's an a ridiculous amount of work that goes on behind the scenes from the creative services side of the things you do at Playtime, sculpting and carpentry and metalworks. Tell me a little bit about how seriously you take that underlying architecture when you're thinking of a whole project. Yeah, you know, it's it's one thing to, to paint a pretty picture and, and to sell a vision. It's, it's quite another to, to bring it to life in general, but also to bring it to life in the right ways. And when I say the right ways, yeah, there's a lot of underlying components that we're thinking about when we're working on a project, whether it's it's ADA or it's safety components or anything like that. So, uh, you know, those are big drivers for us as we're thinking about a design. But then ultimately, when, when you're thinking about the, the big picture vision for a project, you know, I mean, these are, these are big investments folks are making uh, from a, a monetary perspective, from a time investment, and, and then ultimately from a real estate, you know, the space they're giving up for, for these experiences for their customers. So, we don't take it lightly. It's it's a long, drawn-out project and process for us. We want to make sure that when we're handing the keys over at the end of the at the end of the project, that that's hitting it on the head for them. But yeah, there's a lot of thought that goes into how those pieces of the puzzles are, is going to come together at the end. Tell me about the return on experience and how that drives what you do. Yeah, you know, there's there's, there's so much. I think it's in kind of a typical business sense, there's so much focus on return on investment and. And, and that's the tangible side of things. So that, that matters very much as well. But you know, return on experience is really a big focus, especially on the retail side today, because, you know, your malls and shopping centers, that world isn't just about how many, how many, how much can we sell from a, from a retail perspective? You know, how many different retailers can we have? I mean, at, at the end of the day, there's a lot of different ways now to shop and to buy things. Um, so they're competing with, with, not just having relevant products, but having an experience that matters as well. So, um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of importance into what that mix looks like, and uh, the entertainment piece of it is a big is a big component of it, which is why you're hearing that term retailtainment as much as you have had today. Um, but you're right, the the customer and and who they're ultimately trying to satisfy or meet and exceed expectations is a, is a big piece of that, and and some of it's a gamble. You're you're trying to meet. You're trying to make an educated guess as to what your customers or what that uh, demographic uh, is going to be excited by. So there's 
Um, there's a lot of homework and research that goes into what the right fit is. You have the opportunity to really try and look at what you're doing with any individual project from the eyes of the child who's going to be seeing that, from the eyes of the parent who's going to be witnessing their child's experience. That's got to be a pretty fulfilling day to day. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I, I, I often joke, we all wake up on the wrong side of the bed occasionally. And when we get to come into the studio here and, and go to quote unquote work here at Playtime, it's it's a little bit different um, mindset or perspective than other folks have in their jobs. But you're absolutely right. I think the biggest challenge for us, if challenge is even the right word, is just remembering who our customer is. As you pointed out, you know, a lot of times we get lost in uh, and who the end user is, which is the kids and the young families that are enjoying these spaces. But at the end of the day, while while they're very important, you know, the aesthetic and, and what our customer, uh, whether it's a developer or a shopping center, whatever it may be, what, what they're looking to accomplish as well. So there's there's a good sort of push and pull there to, to make sure that everybody's equally uh, educated on what we're trying to accomplish and, and why different components of it are all important. But um, but yeah, it's awful fun as as an adult to try to get back in into that that headspace of being a kid and and how kids are going to enjoy these spaces. You have so many industries that you work in, from retail to restaurants, uh, destination attractions, uh, children's hospitals, healthcare, water play areas, and it's really fascinating to me that there's the ability to see something at a children's hospital that 15 years ago you would only seen at like Disney World or Disneyland. You're able to help these locations create their own theme park within their business. Yeah, that's right. You know, anywhere that, that either kids play or that, or that families are, are engaging with a unique experience. And that's, that's been a neat evolution we've seen over the last 10 to 15 years is it's, it's not just these very little literal spaces where kids go to play. I mean, uh, you know, we all know that kids are sort of playing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you can't keep them engaged and entertained, then, then you might lose them from a customer perspective. So, yeah, yeah. You mentioned hospitals. I mean, there's there's a lot we're doing on um, on that front, and you know, even you know, an interesting shift that we've seen is even on the airport uh, in the airport markets. Um, you know, air, airports are competing for uh, for a similar mind share of kids in the young family demographic, and um, at the end of the day, for them, it's just how, how do they keep them engaged? How do they keep them entertained? And um, so, so they're all sort of playing by the same set of rules, so to speak, but with just a little bit different agenda in mind. So I'm looking at the list of of the play category on playtime.com and I notice splash pads, water walk systems, climber sprayers, water slides. Do you ever show up at work in just like flip-flops in a swimsuit? Yeah, we we try to we try to keep it that loose and easy around here. You know, when when we walked in, we moved into our building, it's geez, it's been almost 10 years ago now, but um you know, we really invested in the space just to try to maintain that that attitude uh, mentally that this is a lot of fun. Um, so I wouldn't say I show up in, in board shorts and flip-flops very often, but we're a pretty relaxed environment. And I think that fuels the, the creative um, the creative need that, that we've got here. One of the great things that you get to do at Playtime is almost everything is custom. You don't do cookie cutter. You don't have templates. You might have a reference to, oh, we did this thing this way for this customer last year, but that by no means is an indication that that's the way you're going to do it for this customer tomorrow. No, that's right. You know, our, our, uh, I think I've used the word evolve quite a bit as we're talking here, and then and it's just relevant to where where we sit from a company perspective. But you're absolutely right. Our, our business has evolved a great deal. Years ago, we we did more of 
to use your word, cookie cutter projects, uh, you know, design it once and, and hit print, so to speak, from a production standpoint multiple times. And you know, the, the industries, whether it's retail or airports or hospitals, you know, everybody's trying to differentiate themselves. And I wouldn't say one up each other necessarily, but yeah, if, if you don't have something unique about, about your experience, then, then you get kind of sucked into the mix of, of everybody else's play environment. So um, whether it's bringing a local aspect of, of your community to life in the play area, that, that's a big part of what we do. Um, but yeah, you know, the word differentiation is sort of easy to, it's sort of a catch-all, but that's really where people are focused is if, whether you're competing with them all down the street or a different airport for a layover, everybody's trying to create uh, something that's memorable and, and going to leave a lasting impression. Tell me about a specific challenge that maybe you've experienced during your time at Playtime where for some reason your adult think got in the way yeah, that's a really interesting. It's a really interesting question. Uh, you know, I, I'd say off the cuff, you know, the biggest challenge I think I've had, we've had at Playtime is is technology. How do how do you integrate it into these really cool environments that we that we design and produce? And when I say it's a challenge, I, I think to hit the easy button, you, you slap a few iPads or you slap a few computer games on the walls, and and you kind of check that technology box. And you know, you know, just from a from a um, who we are perspective, it really goes against kind of the active environments that we're trying to create. Uh, you know, in the last few years has been really exciting for us in the technology front is, uh, you know, we use the term heads up technology. And the idea there being is how, how do you maintain kind of the social interaction that, that is natural with kids and with, with families in play? And um, how do you dry, maintain that act, active kind of perspective within play? Um, so, you know, in the early days of trying to try and incorporate technology into play i think as an adult you know it's hard to really appreciate how kids are going to interact with technology and things like that and you end up putting up big rule signs next to this technology that you're implementing and the reality and, and we all see it now with kids on ipads and phones and things like that is they're much more intuitive than than we were as kids with technology and a lot of that's just changed over the years but uh you know we're integrating some really amazing technology now into the play areas and you know, being thoughtful about how durable it's going to be, how long it's going to last, all of those things matter. But ultimately, you know, how, how do kids interact with it? How do they engage with it? Um, and just making sure that it's not the same thing that, that they've got at home or the same thing that we're all carrying in our pockets. You know, how do you create a unique experience through that technology? Um, so, you know, like I said, we're using the, the term heads up technology, trying to get kids to stay standing, stay up, stay active uh, and, and engaging socially with other kids. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun, but those were admittedly some challenges as we were inter introducing technology over the past few years. That's a really interesting balance that you have, the combination of essential play, as you mentioned, the climbing and jumping and sliding, but also integrating technology into that and being really thoughtful about the way you put that together. You got to want to pat yourself on the back when you get an idea and it just clicks and you think, oh man, we're so smart. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I, I wish it were that easy. And it, it, we like to pat ourselves on the back when we come up with something, but it, it, the, the world and everything's evolving so fast that by the time you pat yourself on the back, you got to keep up with where it's headed next. But, um, but yeah, it is, it is an exciting thing. And especially as there are some easy buttons to, to hit, to, to check those boxes, as I mentioned, and we, we really fight the, the urge to hit the easy box. So, um, yeah, some of what we're integrating, like I said, is, is really exciting. It's really fun. And, and it, it maintains kind of who we are uh, from a 
a company culture perspective. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question now, and you don't have to answer it if answering it would get either of us in too much trouble, uh, <laughs> more so me than you. Can you tell me about something that you're working on that you're really excited about? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a few examples I could give you. Um, you know, I think what we're really excited right now right now is just about the scale of some of the projects that we're working on. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is you know, back to folks trying to differentiate themselves. Um, you know, people are doing a little bit better job of giving us more real estate to work with. And, and with real estate and with a little bit healthier budgets, we're, we're able to think outside the box on what we've done historically, but also what other folks have been doing. Uh, so we're working on some big projects with Simon Property Group and uh, Westfield would be a really good example where, uh, you know, we're vertically going uh, going up in, into um, into the air with a lot of these ex exciting environments. So, you know, it just adds sort of a grandeur to the to the design as kids walk into the space and see a, a 25 or a 30 foot tower with a big, massive slide coming out of it. So it just, you know, from a from a memorability perspective, I mean, there's nothing really that that it's better to take home but but that first moment when a kid walks into a space and you capture their imagination so uh, some big projects there uh probably can't go into too much detail we're working on a really neat project with mall of america right now um which is the triple five group and you know neat from the standpoint of it's bringing uh, a really a really um popular ip to life so one of the nickelodeon brands is coming to life in this project and uh, so that adds some challenges and some some fun difficulties for us to make sure we we hit it on the head and um, and bring those characters to life in, in a perfect way for Nickelodeon. But uh, Mall of America is it's 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 a pretty pretty unique, pretty special property within uh, the states here domestically. Uh, so it's it's exciting for us to be partnered with them, and that project will come to life here mid year June July timeframe. Um, again, a lot of really tall, big cool projects than that one. I mentioned one of the things you do is the molded fiberglass. You're not using just fiberglass on the play elements. Let me clarify that. You're using PlaySoft, which is a proprietary process that you guys have. You're sculpting out of foam and putting a durable rubber-like substance on that. I wanted to clarify that because I feel I misspoke and misrepresented earlier exactly the product that you're using when you're putting these fantastic things together. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, one of our uh, primary cate uh, product categories is um, is our PlaySoft that you just referenced, and you know, how that comes to life is pretty unique. And like you said, when we're when we're when we're focused on the little guys, it's really excellent for the safe from a safety perspective to have a product that they can. Um, you know, learn how to explore in, but when they're falling on it with their head head first, that they're able to stand up and shake it off and keep moving. Um, but yeah, we are we are using a lot of different materials nowadays. Uh, you know, um, authentic materials are really are really popular right now. Uh, so we're using a lot of traditional woods and steels and things like that. So um, you know, we work with a lot of landscape architects and architectural design firms, and um, having a really edgy look to to the projects is important for those folks. So. Yeah, using a lot of different materials nowadays to bring our projects to life. Also, as a parent, let me say that the fact that the smooth finish that you uh, use is actually certified naturally antibacterial. That's genius. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, especially as we look at supporting folks like the Ronald McDonald House and, and some different hospital projects. Uh, obviously, for parents and folks that, that unfortunately are, are visiting those those locations to know that that siblings and and moms and dads can play in a safe environment is really important. All right. So for the last question of the day, I want you to think about all the projects that you've worked on that you saw rendered in 3D, 
But when you actually saw the thing come to life and it was out in the real world, that it just took your breath away and you thought, wow, I can't believe we just made that. Yeah, we pro- we, we completed a project uh, up in the New Jersey, New York City area last year. I'd say that that, that is the right answer for that question. You know, we, we had a lot of, you know, back to what I said a minute ago about authentic materials. And um, so, so there's a really unique uh, netted climber in that uh, in that project. And to your point, in, in 3D and some of our modeling is as amazing as it is, um, it's, it's hard to get it to render perfect. Uh, so, so seeing those renders, you know, kind of holding them up while we're standing on property and seeing the project executed, um, it just it, while it looked beautiful, it just didn't do it justice. But uh, that project that I referenced um, up in Garden State Plaza up in New Jersey was, was really an, an amazing project to come to life outside of the 3D and into the real world. Well, I certainly appreciate your time today. Today, I've had the opportunity and the pleasure of having a conversation with the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Playtime, Jeff Evans. Jeff, thanks so much for taking the time today. This has been really cool. Yeah, sure has. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries. 